Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's um, Simon here. Uh, sorry, it's banker, <laughs> swimmer, chef, um, prepper, tagger, mm-hmm. Simon. And over there, it's hard nips, hard, <laughs> hard nipper. Oh, talking about them again. F- colder. Um, University application, letter writer. What else are you? Cleaner. Cle- well, oh, sorry, I am cleaner as well today. <laughs> oh, a washing sorter. Um, for the first time. It's Laura, of course, and here we are. It's episode 118. 118! Of husband and wife sentenced to life. Hashtag hostel. Hostel. Contact pod at gmail.com. She's literally gathering round the cup of coffee I just made her. I know. Barista. I could have called myself Barista. I've just made two coffees. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like you've been working much harder than me today. Done a lot. Um, it's the end of the week review. Bit of live stuff and then a bit of new stuff that you may, may have missed. I like the end of the week reviews. Time for a catch up, innit? We're trying to sort out a couple of interviews. Might try and get them in for next week. Okay. Starting to feel like a proper radio show there, there where I've got to do work and contact people and stuff. Like when it's the normal podcast, normal <laughs> hostel. It's just me and you sitting in here yapping, innit? I'm just going to adjust my equipment. We've had quite a few um, like nice feedback from the last few. We've, people have yeah, been... it's nice. Let me start today on uh, Saturday 24th of September with the news of a swimming knobhead, right? 
And that's not a swear really knobhead, is it? So I, I, no. I think we should start doing weekly knobhead. I'm going to stop saying it because if people are listening with the kids in the car, they might get upset. But I think we start doing it. Yeah. Right? So like a little award. Like Just some, a So like last week, mine would have been the woman in the car park. Right, yeah. Maybe what we do is, if you if you have one, bring it yeah. in and we can face them off against each other. Okay. So I'm going to tell you about swimming knobhead this week. Yeah. Right? He's, uh, I go swimming this, it's not me by the way. <laughs> it could be me though, couldn't it? Seven o'clock this morning, five to seven I got there because I want to be at first one in pool. I want to get my swimming done and I want to get back here, right? Yeah. Um, so I get in and around lap 33, as I'm coming back to where my clothes are, right? Yeah. I see a guy who's appeared. I think he's a regular. Okay. Not as regular as me. I go every day. Yeah. But he's, I see him every, every few weeks he appears for a few days, right? Might be a fireman. You know, where they do a week on, week off sort of thing. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, I see him and I'm like, oh, great. But I thought, well, he knows the etiquette. But no problem here, right? Yeah. If he's swimming, I swim whatever direction he's swimming. Yeah, it's you, a different you're not, you're not going across if he's going I would way. never, I would rather not go in the pool than go across. If there's more than a couple of people in, I'm not getting in. Yeah. It's annoying. So anyway, I see him, but he knows the score. He can see you swimming. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He can see exactly where I'm swimming. I'm swimming in the bit that I've actually seen him swimming in before. Okay. In exactly the same spot. There's no lanes at this pool because it's like two interlocking squares almost. 25 metres up. Anyhow, next thing I know, he's in mm-hmm. and he's swimming crossways. Why? Why would he I do know, that? Right? Now. Was it to do with where the sun was in the pool? Well, no, there's no sun at that time of day. But anyway. He um, he bumps into me. He doesn't. Yeah. <gasps> um, and I think right, you've caused that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I continue to end, and I turn around to swim the next length, and he stood there, about six foot away from me. And I've got ear put. He's going, and I wear I wear um ear but ear yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you call him? Um, ear. What do you call them things you put in your ears to stop noise? Earplugs. Earplugs? Yeah. Now, because there's little headphones, everyone does. Anyway, I put earplugs in because I got an ear infection once from swimming, so I put them in now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I can't hear you. I take them out like that. He goes, don't you think it's longer to swim up and down? Right? That was, that was his voice. Okay. I think he was German. I don't know. And I went, I, I don't honestly know. Well, why, why are you swimming this way? Right? And my first intention, the first thing that comes to mind, I want to go, I was swimming this way before you got in the bloody oh, pool. so he's trying to tell you to swim the other way, even yeah. though you were in there first. I got dibs. There's no right or wrong, by the way. There's no rule that says you've got to swim no. across, up and down, whichever, you know. Right. But there is there is an etiquette. Why do, why, why do you not swim this way longer? And then, oh, no, because this is the way I swim. Plus, the, if you go the other way, you then go into the shallow. That's what I said. I said, I don't like swimming in the shallow end. But why? He's still talking to me, right? And yeah. I went, because I've got OCD. What? What is OCD? And oh I went, I've got obsessive compulsive disorder. I've been swimming in this pool for 12 years. And this is the way I swim. Yeah. I said that to him. Not as angry as I'm saying it to you now, but I've been holding this in. I was polite when I said it. Oh, I've got OCD, man. I've got to go the same way. And he's like, looks perturbed. 
I was so angry. And then for the rest of me swim, I, I wanted to stop and go, mate, I've only got 15 left. Sit on side for two minutes. It only take me two minutes. Nah, I don't agree so with me, that. So me lovely swim that yeah, levels yeah. me out in the morning. I bet you just felt conscious for the last few. So he's my nomination for Nobhead of yeah, the Week. Yeah, he's well deserved of it. Do you, seriously, though? Yeah. That's, oh, I, I wouldn't have the balls to go and speak to someone either and say, can you, uh, can you swim the other way? It's like, no. It, like, it would be like going for a walk around the lake and then someone going, oh, no, there's a one-way system. You have to go this way around the lake. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's no well, rule. Oh, we just walk this way. Oh, yeah, but why? Can you believe that? No. Oh, that's well, put me on edge for today's podcast. Yeah, I can, I can understand it. No. But it's been going well. I did my weigh-in on Friday. I've lost some more weight, which yeah. is good. Yeah. It's, it's slowly, slowly catchy monkey. It's coming off, but it's definitely coming off every week. Yeah, you're doing well. Um... Other health news. <laughs> okay. Mine's catching as we speak. Right, should we talk about it? Yeah. It's, right, this is quite a, uh, an admission. It actually is. Right. Oh, <laughs> do we talk about it? Okay, we're going to talk about it. Oh. So, over the last, I would say, decade, I'm 50 now, right? Mm-hmm. I've put a lot of weight on. I did put a lot of weight on. Yeah. Um. I've yo-yo dieted, but the yo-yo tends to have been <laughs> down rather than up. <laughs> anyway, um, with the weight and the heat, I'm not a particularly sweaty person. I'm not sweaty at all. I'm not Prince Andrew. You know what I mean? But, um, uh, I, uh, you know, I do sweat. You do sweat. I'm not going to lie about it. But no, it. you're not a smelly person. But I don't smell and I don't sweat like patches sweat. I've never had crispy arms on a shirt or anything like that. I'm blessed. I never had that or acne. Trust me, I'm lacking in other places <laughs> but anyway um i got these things under my arms didn't i like skin tags they call them skin tags i've always just called them moles i've never had no 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 I've a mole's really totally different them. a mole well a mole is something that uh you have to be careful of in the sun okay. they're brown they're you know mostly well, it's worrying because i got them under my arms now here's a weird thing i'll shave my armpits i'm not i'm a metrosexual i can say this yeah i, I shave my armpits sometimes i shave them for swimming and things like that because you know sometimes little bits of cotton get caught in there and plasters yeah it can be really annoying <laughs> not in the pool <laughs> sometimes i've got to get my arm around a german man's neck and i don't want <laughs> i don't want him to have the purchase yeah of being able to pull my armpit air yeah when I'm str- i've got him underwater like that which way do you want me to swim yep. get out of my pool <laughs> anyway as you can see, it's still in my system. Are you over it? Well, do you know what it is? I was going to... Because you have to write your name in the book when you go in with your address. Are you looking for his address? Well, I, no, because I don't sign out. But I thought, next time, I'm going to have a look at your address, mate. I'm going to put your windows through. Not in England now. Yeah. Which way do you want me to throw bricks, mate? <laughs> anyway, so I get these skin tags mm-hmm. under my arms. I already had a couple. And then when we went away this summer, we were doing, as you'll have heard on the holiday diaries, we did so much walking, didn't we? Amsterdam, England at its hottest. Yeah. Berlin. And we were walking all day, every day. Excessive heat. Yeah, yeah. It was really hot. I don't know. If the, I'm a clean person, aren't I? I'm very clean. I don't know if that's, if that's what's caused it. Well, it's just, it's like, it's like a rubbing thing. But I think sometimes they can just appear for no reason. Like Betsy's got a couple and she's... You know, little skinny thing. Well, it worried me sick anyway, but they've appeared and they're a bit gross, right? And I want them off. But I don't want to waste the hospital's time by going, can you just, I don't know what they do, freeze them off or whatever. Yeah, well, I've got one. I've got a big one. You've had, uh, look, we call it the chocolate drop, don't we? 
And I have actually tried to lick it off before. I think when look, because Laura's often eating a dairy milk, <laughs> and uh, you must have w- at one time been eating a dairy milk either naked or in a bikini. And I saw it and I went, oh, you've dropped a bit of chocolate. I haven't forgot that it was there. Went down and went, oh, he's not he's a chocolate dog, he's evil. Anyway. But I've been to the doctors about mine because I thought mine was like a, a mole, a, like you said, a big mole. But he said to me, well, it's just a skin tag. What do you want me to do about it? That was the yeah. doctor's attitude. There's people like, dying in this waiting room. You've come like, in here with that. Oh, okay. I thought, just I thought it was a mole, like, and it's getting, you know, bigger. And I thought, you know, I thought I'd better get it checked out. But he was yeah. so, like, you can get it. You can get it frozen off if you it's want. Like I can cut it off with my nail scissors now. Stop, being, stop coming to the doctors. So anyway, I've not Googled this. I think you might have Googled it before when I've asked you about yeah. it. But I've not. It's not in my... You know when people say this thing about, well, we were just talking about it and then it appeared in my Google ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that thing? Yeah. My phone's listening to me. You know that? Um, oh, that... Uh, I believe in that stuff. Well, I don't. But anyway, it, it happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Uh, but I don't Google it, so it's not in my search. Uh, how do you get rid of skin tags or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. I put TikTok on the other day. I got a notification saying I'd got some likes or something on TikTok. I'd barely go on it these days. Anyway, I opened it up, and of course, when you open it, it's on the videos. And okay. the videos on TikTok. If you're not on TikTok, you scroll them up, and they're very fast. You know. Right. And occasionally you'll get an advert. And occasionally get it'll look like a normal video, but it is an advert. You know what I mean? It's like a shop. Anyway, about three videos in, skin tag remover. And I'm like, what? What are the chances of me, <laughs> the guy who needs to get rid of some skin tag, seeing a skin tag remover? What's that doing popping up on my... I've, not, I've definitely not searched for it yeah. on TikTok. Why would you? Anyway, I've bought some crap off TikTok before, like that little thing that winds me wires up and stuff like that. And I looked at it and I thought, hold on, is this safe? Yeah. Well, you. I mean, I've, I have Googled it before and right. you can, I've like heard, I don't know, I can't remember what the recipe was, but it... White vinegar. White vinegar, bicarbonate soda, the usual, usual. Every recipe? Yeah. No, but How do you get a red wine stain off carpet? Yeah. White vinegar and uh, bicarbonate soda. How do I get skin tags off my body? White vinegar. How do you repair a Ford Mustang brakes? <laughs> White vinegar. Co- rubbish. Yeah. No, but there is there is like a home remedy, like combination of liquid that you you meant to like put on it every night for quite a while. Like, yeah. you know, for quite a few weeks. So anyway, I see it. It's a pen. It looks a bit like an EpiPen, doesn't it? You know, the yeah. things that uh, I like. I go across to Amazon, it's 60 dirhams, tenner. Well, not a tenner, 15 quid now. <laughs> uh, well done, pound. Um, that's topical, isn't it? Mm. Um, 60 dirhams. And I went on to, a, then I Googled it, and I'm like, are these things safe? Right? Says it is. So I ordered it. But I'm a bit embarrassed. You know when you order something that likes personal like that, even when you were like, oh, I've got this thing, you know. Anyway, it came yesterday. I went off into the bathroom you know, undid it all and everything. And what basically what it is is a pen which you stretch these tiny little elastic bands over. Tiny, 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 tiny. Yeah, yeah. They look like little clear donuts. And I think one's like two millimetres and one's five millimetres. You load them onto the pen. Then you the, the pen's got like, imagine a biro with no lid on. Yeah. It's You put it over, click the top, and it whacks the elastic band on the back, Super back of the skin tag. Great little invention. Yep. 
I love it. This work. This is right on my street as I well. Al- I always compare it to a sheep's tail because I can remember a farmer on a school trip telling us what they do to get yeah. us. They put a like a bread clip on a sheep's yeah, yeah. tail. Blood stops going to it and it just drops off. Baby's umbilical cord. Is that it, right? Pretty much. Is that why you've made me tie this thing on my... Uh, <laughs> you want it to drop off? Um, Mine's rubbing. So, I'm in the bathroom trying to put them on. They're pinging all over the place. And I'm like, Laura, <laughs> come in here. And you got right into it, didn't you? Yeah. You were loving it. What a Friday night. And I said to you, didn't I? Because we're sat in bathroom. You're perched up on the side. That could be a sexy scene. You perched on the side with your legs wrapped around me. Me stood in front of you. But it's not a sexy scene. <laughs> it's you with your nose in my armpit firing little elastic bands onto me skin tags. And then I'm like, do you want to do, do yours? You're big in. And you were like, yeah, yeah. But can you take a photograph for it first? <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> so so you, you lift your top up. You lifted both your boobs up. <laughs> <laughs> I did have no bra on once yeah, again. And uh, you said... Can you take a photo? Why? Well, it's been there all my life. It has. And I'm like, it's not like it's a friend who's leaving the country. I, I know, but you know, like... Whenever, You're attached to it, whenever, literally. Yeah, whenever I've worn a bikini or like, you know, like somebody goes, what's that? What? So it's like, it's it, it, it's never bothered me, if you know what I mean. It's just always <laughs> been there. Can I, for the... It's stinging. For the profile photo of today's podcast. Can you... If I use, can I, if I crop the underboob off, can I oh my God. put a close-up of your People do not want to see that. It might intrigue people to listen. People who are now listening are like, yeah, do it. it that would have really pulled us in. Oh, well. A big Enrique. <laughs> so yours is hurting where, a bit, his is on his face? It's gone now, he had it off. Oh. Uh, is yours hurting? Yeah, because... There's going to be, I bet there's people in the medical profession listening to this going, guys, you've done it right. Don't do that. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I think it is. Yours is, yours, I said, is it like when they have a, sometimes a little twin fetus grows on a body? <laughs> it's like a little Laura. It has got bigger over the years, but this is why I went to the doctors a few years back, but he just wasn't interested. Anyway, but. Um, so we did that last night and I did say to you in the bathroom, didn't I? There'll be couples out on date nights tonight, yeah. the cinema, having a meal. Being sexy. We're in a bathroom. <laughs> firing <laughs> elastic bands at each other's skin tags. By the way, tags. as well, you've stopped calling them skin tags, haven't you? What have you started shouting around the house in front of kids? <laughs> what have you started shouting? Because you found one at elastic bands <laughs> while you were tidying up this morning, didn't you? <laughs> your little nipples. Yeah. I found one of the things off your nipples. <laughs> shouting out in front of yeah, kids. Yeah, what did you say? What did I say? It would need a massive elastic band for yours. Well, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. A bungee cord. So that was last night's fun and games. A um, couple of things I want to ask you about. Uh, Mummy Mafia at the school. Right. I was reading about Mummy Mafias. One woman, this is at a British school, said she's been bullied by the Mummy Mafia at school. I Well, it's funny, isn't it? Because there's a lot of like, sitcoms that have got... We watch Motherland. Yeah, Motherland's one of them. And, for, and I'm... Well, That's can't... very well observed, Motherland. Yeah, and the Great books show. that I'm read, one of the books I'm reading at the moment is very similar. Like, and it's that thing of, unless you want to make the effort to be part of that in crowd at at school, yeah, then you are, you Outcast. know, like, and I, 
there I would say there's a couple of groups at school. They always go out together on brunches yeah. and things like that. And but probably not bullies. No, no, no. Actually, all, I love them. They're really lovely people. But never I never invite I, you. They never invite me. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. And I don't. That's what I mean. I don't think I'm part of their group. Um, so, so yeah, it's a weird thing. There are definitely, definitely groups of mums. I don't think so much dads. I don't think that, that happens so much. But yeah, there's definitely, yeah, that mummy mafia thing that goes on. And if you're, you feel, you do feel inferior if you're not part of it. A bit like at school, a bit, you know, like there's always the part. Because I feel conscious when I walk into the schoolyard. I said this, I did an assembly at our Littland school yesterday, didn't I? Uh, we went with the radio station and I did a an hour for the kids where they just scream for an hour. It's like being a beetle. Yeah. Like, remember when the women used to scream at the Beatles? The, I don't think the kids are screaming at me because they're like, oh, I fancy. I think they're screaming at me just because I'm giving away iPads and stuff like that. Or it could have been Harry Styles. That the, I played, well, they got crackers when I played Harry Styles. But, uh, but yeah. Um, but when I am at school, I always feel really conscious. Uh, and for the most part, if I ever do talk to anybody, they're lovely. Yeah, no, I... and. But it is easy to feel intimidated when you walk in and everyone seems to know each other and you're like... Yeah. I mean, it's like being back at school for me again, bullying and all that, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, but it was in the papers. Some woman, she felt... She, she said that she felt bullied. She'd had to complain at school because she felt bullied by other mums because they were a, the mummy mafia, she called it. I like the mummy mafia. The mummy mafia. Good quiz team name, that. I mean, to be fair, it is normally the PTA group, but I'm going to say... Not the mummy mafia, just the people who are standing. Oh, you mean it actually is? Normally, yeah. They're the mums that are part of You're the... on that, aren't you? I'm, I'm, <laughs> the, I'm the chair. You're the king. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, so the, on this occasion, I don't think it is like that. You know, I think it's ve- I think it's very easy for PTA parents to become like that because yeah. they think they've, you know, oh, yes, well, we're part of this and we do this and we do this. And that's when I think... The PTA doesn't work, if that makes sense. So at a school, if you if you like, if you put it in terms of Britain, the faculty are the royal family. They're there. They're instilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are the politicians. The PTA is almost like politics. Yeah. You know what that makes you? Liz Truss. <laughs> <laughs> um, Although I, I like the head. That's the difference. Liz, Liz didn't like the head. Did you she? Know. Oh, the head. <laughs> not not head. Right, okay. Different thing altogether. Uh, technical news. Have you heard, have you seen this emoji response thing you can do now? It's been around ages. I have seen it. Not, re- not. I know what you're on about. The, so you write a message and then then suddenly you'll get a little love heart back on, on your On the message. message? Yeah. When I, did this happen? I've never done it. I actually have never done it. I've started getting them. Right, we've had a discussion about emojis this morning, a heated discussion, right? And... There are people who love emojis. Some people pretty much talk in emojis. We and we have talked before, like the the thumbs up emoji or the. I'm going to do it to one of yours now live here. So so look, you hold down on the message and then you just you click it and then it appears so on your message. So instead of replying, then it, you. It's a it's a lazy way of replying, basically. But as you've just seen there, the annoying thing is, is it lights your phone up, doesn't it? Yeah. Now. I don't like being messaged unless it's something I'm needed for. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, so if you say to I someone... I don't want to thank you. Hope you're feeling better now. Now, and you either go, yeah, 
I'm 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 feeling much better back on my feet. Or you could just do the thumbs up emoji in, in response to your message. And yes, it does. It comes back like it it, it lights up, which is a bit annoying. I know what you mean because then you think, oh, I've got a message, and then yeah. you, and then you think, oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? They've just done that. They couldn't yeah. they couldn't be bothered to message me back. They've just done that. That's what I think about it. <laughs> I wonder if we. Should. I've never done it, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I will try. I might start replying to people. Like if if someone sends me the clappy hands, like like so yesterday. Oh, I went to. By the way, guys, Suffolk on the work group. Suffolk Community School went great today. Big thanks to uh, you know all the staff down there. School loved it. So like, let's say James, my manager, messages me clappy hands. I want to message him immediately back and go, send me a video. Send me a video of what you're doing. Yeah. Because you're not going, well done, cat boy, nice one. Oh, yeah. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see that you, or if they send, you know, laughy, laughy, cry face, send me a video that you're laughing that much. You're not laughing that much. <laughs> the, the only one you should ever send back is a shrug. Because that's where I think it pretty much every time I look at a message. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. It, the whole emoji thing's like such a weird thing, in it? Like, it sometimes it is the lazy way. But then sometimes do do texts require a long answer? Computers and phones have made us write less. Emails made us write less. Now phone messages make us write we don't even bother with emails. Phone messages are even shorter. Well, no, Emojis. Do you, and do you find that sometimes when you're typing an email now, you do it in short form like you do on text? Well, I'm Not, old school on. I believe in... I, no, I, I do. I do. Phone. But like I miss out words rather than... No. No, no. Not, and then I read it back and I'm like, oh, I've written it like I write a text. Yeah. You, you know, like... And I have to... It's, it's because your brain just automatically does stuff like that. This morning I had to write you a message on my watch. Have you ever written a message on your Apple Watch? No, not for a long time. I mean, I, I looked back on it, cause you, and I didn't have my glasses on, so I'm just, you write just like you'd normally write with your finger. Made no sense at all. I do hate when you make the, the, the spell mistake. Oh, like, God. instead of, you know, instead of there, like they are, Yeah. and then you put T-H-E-R-E or whatever. Oh, when I, if, if I make the mistake, it infuriates me. That's what I mean. Like because it makes you think. Because when I see other people do it, I think you're thick. You can't, yeah. But, but there's people like, who do it. Oh, I know. I you think. know. You know. So uh, I have to try. I have to try and get it in quick. Like, oops, no, this is what I meant. Right. Um, have you got any more life stuff? No. Are you ready to move on to news of the week? Yeah. All right. That's where we're at in life, then, isn't it? Yeah. So here we go with some news of the week, then. First story is just a quickie, really. Kanye West has opened his own school. Oh. <laughs> that's the what emoji with that? That's that, isn't it? The shrug. Then uh, no, that's that, like. Uh, face. I want to take the mic. It's called it the Donda Academy. Now Donda's was his late mum's name, so I think that's quite nice. He loved his mum, you know, like the craze, much like the craze. Yeah, yeah. Well, many many of the the bad guys. I'm not yeah. saying Kanye is. Well, they always say that about gangsters, don't they? Oh, they love the mum though. Yeah, but they put a sword through somebody's hand. Yeah, but they love the mum. So did the the most well-known bad guy of all. He loved his mum, didn't he? Yeah, really. Okay, get off it. We've had the holiday, Laura. Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you go to Kanye's school, if you're like, if we want to get Betsy in, first of all, it's thirteen thousand pound a year, which is I think less than we pay here. Yeah. <laughs> to go to Kanye West school, right? Um, you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. 
in the media, we call those NDAs. <laughs> I sometimes have to sign them in interviews. Right. Uh, so you have to sign one is of them. Is it a school of music or is it... No, regular school. I mean, come on. Like... But you know what? Two things they focus on. Yeah. One's worship, which I've got to be honest, when I was a kid, there was a lot of that in my school. Yeah. Yeah. Singing the hymns and that. I think we did the Lord's Prayer in assemblies and stuff. Um, what What's the other thing do you think they're going to focus on? And it's not music. No. Um, it's a hobby. It's a hobby. Dangerous hobby. Um, skydiving. Close. Parkour. T- two of the things on the syllabus are worship and parkour. Brilliant. 13,000 quid a year. Not far off to buy school fees. But you know when he went to try and run for president and... Yeah. It's like, come on, Kanye. No way. He's bored, isn't he? Yeah. He's bored. He's obviously got too much money as well. Like, why doesn't he put that that money to good use? And I I'm, think he... I'm, I mean, I think... And do you know what? I think he's a troubled guy and I think he's got a lot going no, on. No, I, I do. And I don't dislike him. Like... Oh. Yeah, yeah. He has. he's got a lot of he's got a lot of mental issues and stuff. He's just sitting about with millions, isn't he? And he's going, Kim. I know they split up. Kim, I put some fur on my trainers. Oh, you well, that thing that he them. did for her birthday that time when he did that hologram of her dad or whatever it was yeah. that was really odd. Or when he got Kenny G round. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like this, and then all that money he did spend on the the, the pres- presidency campaign, and then this yeah. put in a school, like. You know, why instead of doing this where he's making money from the school, which is what's gonna happen, yeah? Yeah. Why not go and build a school in a poor country yeah. instead? And Africa actually, somewhere. Do you know what I mean yeah, though? Do yeah. something good with that money. Or Rotherham. <sighs> you know what I mean. Like, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like I mean, but he does it does sound like this school's got I the school is saying they don't want to be famous. For you know, they don't want that to be a thing. They don't want to be recognised as Kanye West School. They just want to be a normal school. Yeah, right. I mean, to be fair, we we've got some. Uh, yeah, I thought about that this morning when I, was, when I was typing this up. Luai and Samir, they are the Kanye brilliant. West. Of they Dubai. are they are the Kanyes. They're brilliant. You know, they've opened yeah. some some great schools. Yeah, yeah. And no I get, parkour though. No, not yet. No, they've got some cool graffiti though on the I on like the new school graffiti. Um, that was supposed to be a quick story. That went on longer than I thought it would Sorry. be. You're going to like this next one. This is in England. A mum whose loud sex disturbed neighbours has been fined and advised to insulate her home to dampen the din. <laughs> I do always worry about this. Yeah. Do you? Well, I'm quite... I'm, I'm quite... So I could quiet. read a book. You're not quiet. Shh. Shall we, shall we do an impression of each other's noises? No, let's not. I'll do yours, no, you let's do mine. Not. People do not want to hear that. Mine's just swearing. I would say, I would say we we can be quiet, but when the house is empty, that's, you kind of, you can let it out then. I'll describe your noise. No, please. No, I won't say it. Oh, no, don't. Don't. Your noise. No, do not. <laughs> Stop. It's snowboarding. Stop. I was no, going to make a snowboarding My parents reference. listen to this. Do not. Stop it. Well, you, I didn't bring us into no, it. But I'm just saying, like... <laughs> Everybody makes noises during, yeah, and some people are louder than it's others. Something spelling out, no. So, but I, I am saying that I do sometimes worry about that on days when the house is empty. We make more noise than we normally would, and I think, oh my goodness, I wonder if the neighbours can hear. This is way too much information. I weren't going to go anywhere near this. Right. Well, you brought it up. Officials told Christine Morgan, forty-one, to put an end to the racket, but to no avail. She was served with an abatement notice, insisting. 
The vocalizations relating to lovemaking. I mean, that's a good one to get from court, isn't it? <laughs> um, however, noise monitors revealed loud noise from sexual activities were continuing. Morgan of Wrexham tried to blame her son and his girlfriend. <laughs> she admitted four offences of failing to comply with the abatement notice order. She insisted, we don't mean to be loud. She was fined 300 quid with 534 quid costs and was advised to find out whether she could get a grant to insulate walls for a semi. I mean, I'd say she's getting <laughs> for more, a semi. Than, more than a semi if she's making that much noise. <laughs> All right. She must have been at it a lot, by the way. Yeah. Like, for them to complain. Because it's like drilling, isn't it? If we hear the neighbours drilling, you're like, oh, they're just putting a picture up. If they're drilling every night, you're going to complain. Yeah. So you're right, Laurie, you're right. Walnuts, I was just going to quickly mention walnuts. I have been on the walnuts for a week. Yeah. I read this story last week. A uh, handful of walnuts every day has been found to significantly improve health and could even add years to your life. I'm doing it to annoy you. I'm going to live longer. The superfood is I noticed full you've of, not been giving me any. No, 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 no. You're getting none of my nuts. Superfood is full of healthy fats and chemicals that protect DNA by destroying reactive molecules, also known as oxidants, which combat bad cholesterol. Snacking on a couple each day, says a handful, snacking on a handful each day was found to reduce the risk of heart attacks, strokes and other life-threatening conditions linked to obesity. Oh, well. I reckon. New study also found people who ate walnuts regularly were slimmer and fitter as they got older. All right, then. I'll give it a go. They also had lower blood pressure and fewer harmful fats present in the bodies. It's not my favourite nut, but I'll... Um, uh, can I know? have a walnut whip? <laughs> can I have a handful of walnut whips? I mean. <laughs> I've grown this week because I'm doing, still doing this, what, like, intermittent dieting thing. The walnuts are all I eat probably for the first 15 hours of the day, you yeah. know, counting from midnight. I don't eat again till tea time probably. So the handful of walnuts in the morning breaks it up a little bit. So I've got used to them. They've become my friend. Yeah. What um, do you think? So I've not told you this. No, yeah. I, I've, I mean, I've seen you eating your little walnuts, but I've not thought anything of it. Yeah, go for it. I mean, I'll, I'll give it a go if I'm allowed to join your walnut club. We might need another bag. But I will say, what was I going to say? They do, when you first start it, it's like eating tree bark in it. They're not the best of nuts. No, no, I agree. Yeah. All right, that's that one. TikTok, mum. I'm going to head over to TikTok. The mum's called Sharon A Life, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I wonder if that's supposed to be like sharing her life. It's a pun. All right. So she's got six kids. She's yep. beating you. Yeah. Uh, she's made the news because she's got four rules that she's done with all six of the kids. Okay. Rule number, see what you think it is. Rule number one, no playing with your friends on Sundays. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, I'd disagree with that. Especially, like, if um, in the UK where you live near your mates, no problem. Well, the reason she says she does it is... Sunday's family time where they always do something big and have a big meal. And, yeah, and they, yeah. And they have activities. I do believe in family time and we, we are quite strict on that. Yeah. But, well, yeah, I, 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 I'm a, I approve of the idea to say no mates at all on a Sunday. I think you've got to be a bit like, you know, a bit flexible with that. Every child has to do two years of piano classes minimum. So what she does with all the kids, and the reason she does piano, she said, because it's cheaper than the other instruments and they've got a piano, so it's almost necessity. But she says after the two years, if they want to carry on, they can. But right. it's, but they've got to do two years to give it a go. Um, it's a nice idea. I don't know about forcing forcing it on people, on children even. I think you've got to, you've got to have an interest yeah. in the first place to want to do it and then to enjoy and well i don't know if this counts for you because you've had piano lessons but i know a lot of people who've had piano lessons as kids yeah who now never go near one yeah right who got you know i don't know even what the grades are but like grade eight they got really good yeah, yeah, yeah. and then now they don't touch it whereas i have got a bit of a nat- natural flair for musical instruments yeah, but, but see, that's I, the difference between you and me i had piano lessons and i desperately wanted i've always always wanted to play the piano yeah and i still can't play it so, so every time you come downstairs and you see ours there, I got you a white piano because I want it to look like John Lennon's. Every time you see that piano, you're like bitter. Um, Do you ever think about sitting down and having a no, go? No, you should. No, it's not because I don't want to. It's because I never feel like I have the time. And same with the the guitar. I've I've had numerous guitars over the years because I desperately want to. I've always, always want to learn to play an instrument. And this is the thing: you've got to be interested yeah. in the first place. I think then. If you've got that natural ability, then it will just you, it will come through. I do not, and no matter how much I've tried, I do not have an ability to play an instrument. And I, like Betsy, Betsy's got it. You've got it. And Honey and Leo, like, have also had bits of it as well. Like Leo was quite good on the piano for a while. Honey was playing like ukulele, and she was getting quite good. Yeah. You know, I think, but yeah, yeah. There's some people that have just got it. I had to go yesterday. Because I don't like playing in front of people. Yeah. And it was only me and Betsy in the house, and she's on her phone, so I thought she's not paying attention. And I was, I was sat when you came home, actually, weren't I? But I'd been playing for a little while then, and I'd been playing and singing, which I'm I'm only learning the piano. Yeah. And I sang the song, not thinking about it, and when I stopped, Betsy went, Daddy, that was beautiful. It was beautiful Aww. listening to you. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to do this more. We're a nice song, though. We've got it, and same as her, though. She When she sings and she's on it, she gives me goosebumps. Uh, rule number three that this woman does with the six kids, no singing at the dinner table. I mean, if you've got six kids. <laughs> oh, again. I like to hear kids happy. Do you know what? And it's funny because going back to Betsy and her singing, she is somebody that uses singing as a... Um, Breathing. Yeah. She literally she sings as much as people as soon, breathe. She literally sings as soon as she wakes up. Yeah. No, but she uses it as um, something to calm herself. So when she's nervous... You can hear her singing, like if she's pre-audition, pre-test or something like that. Yeah. She sings to calm herself down. And a couple of years ago, she was in a year four, her year four class. And as she's working, she's singing. You know, like some people say they like listening to music when yeah. they sing. Obviously, at school, they're not allowed to listen to music. But 
she she was singing whilst working so i don't know doing her english essay yeah singing and um a lad i think had said miss betsy's singing and she said yeah but that's betsy's way of concentrating yeah. and it genuinely is it's fine finally this woman with the rules for the kids no homework until you're in secondary school now she said i read a bit i thought i read into this apparently there's been a lot of rhetoric from commenters about how the kids get away with no homework. She said she told the schools the kids are not doing any homework and she's had no kickback from the schools. I now, I know you're very passionate. <laughs> I hundred percent agree with this one. Like and right, again, I have seen this from two sides. I've seen it from a teacher side and I've seen it from a parent side. I don't agree with homework, especially at primary. And it's funny, I wish I'd had the guts to say as a parent, no, I don't want my child to have homework. And it, there has been so many um, studies on this. Yeah. And it and it's most of the time it comes up that children are better and function better and get better results when they don't have homework. Because I think, especially nowadays, kids, are, there's so much focus on them getting good grades, getting these level nines, getting these A star stars, you know. So when they get home... They need to unwind. We do. When, you know, you go to work all day, you've got stuff in your mind all day long. Mm -hmm. They need that time to unwind. You know, they are only little ones. Need to watch Bake Off. Leave me alone. I don't want to be doing (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, if they want to come home and they want to go out to play all evening or if they want to go on Zoom and play Roblox with their friends all evening, is that so bad? You know, like... It's hard, isn't it? Because Betsy does that a lot. But that's, she's got no friends in this neighbourhood. Yeah. And it's too hot to be outside anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's in the virtual world, right? And sometimes I sit downstairs and I do that sort of grumpy dad. Oh, she needs to be down here with us. She, and because she's on screens. But you can hear her having so much fun. It's and just, I'm like, why am I stopping that? Yeah, well, that is... They that, deserve it. That's her way of, like, interacting with the friends. So I, yeah, I don't think... I think she's great for, for standing up for herself and her kids there. And also... You know, sometimes it takes the parents' time as well, especially with six kids. Yeah. Because you, sometimes you have to sit down with them, like, and do, like, help them with bits and whatever. So it's not just kids' time, it's parents' time as well. Uh, and and even secondary, I think, minimal homework. And, and Honey's going through this at the minute. They've they've upped their homework. Yeah. And and I think, not not that she's struggling with the work, but it's that thing of... And especially someone who's so conscientious like Honey wants to get all that homework done and yeah. make sure it's in on time. So then when's the downtime? And yep. then when's that time to do the other stuff that they need to do for school, you know? Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I agree. All right. But the rules, though, it's it's a mad thing, isn't it, that she's stuck with it with all of them? Yeah. I mean, we've got similar rules to some of them, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. I think I might have mentioned this to you in the week. In fact, I think this story came in on the day of the Queen's funeral, which was last... Was that only last Monday? Yeah. Well, yeah, that seems like months ago. Anyway, on that day, the girls were off school and we had like a little cream tea, which is a very English thing to do, I guess, while the funeral was on. And I read this story then, and I think I said it to you. Uh, a new major study has found that four cups of tea a day could slash the risk of type 2 diabetes. I tweeted about this because our mm-hmm. teapot is, what, a six-cupper? Must be a six-cupper at least. Yeah. I said, I've had two six-cuppers today. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Research on more than one million people has found that plenty of tea cuts the risk of the condition by almost a fifth. Scientists said the findings presented at the European Association for the Study of Diabetes annual meeting in Stockholm were exciting, showing the simple steps people can take to protect their health. The sweet spot is four cups of tea a day. So by that reckoning, I'm superhuman. So do you, do you reckon this one's true? Yeah, I guess. Like... But it, and mean, is, this, it, this, is it English breakfast tea or is there it... There are different teas and apparently milk has no, makes no difference either way. Okay. Um, but uh, I did read, uh, there were there was a, a few teas that you can use. There were right. some teas that were like processed that you weren't supposed to, but most of them seem like pretty decent. And so tea bags are okay? Didn't dig, didn't dig into it. Like we, like we have decaf tea, don't we? Um, and, and occasionally like we'll have a herbal tea mint tea or you know green tea and things like that yeah so i just wondered which tea it was but i'll find you the story i'm not a massive tea drinker it's it's taken me a long it's not as good as coffee is it let's be honest it's not as good as coffee. and you know there's some people like my mum is one and there's plenty of people out there they get up in the morning they have to have that cup of tea then they after about an hour oh i'm having another cup of tea now then they pop out how are we going to get your parents an urn you know like you have at work where it's always hot water yeah yeah there's always tea on go yeah. But I do like, do you know They have you, had one over the years. When you have a, we have them. We, we had a, we had a, do you remember when we got a tea urn? Yeah. <laughs> um, when you go to a business, like, have you ever done a, have you ever worked anywhere where they've done one of them things where you go and stay in an hotel and like, you have a meeting in a hotel mm-hmm. and there's always like a big silver tea yeah. thing and there's yeah. always tea. And yeah. it's like magic, in it? There's just tea in there anytime I want it. <laughs> it's like a never ending flask. I love it. Okay, well, we're going to stay on food. Did I have I mentioned the beans on toasting to you this week? Uh, a fella yes, said he's yes. got the perfect way to make beans on toast. We should talk about it because I don't agree with him. He was complaining that when you have beans on toast, the toast gets too soggy, right? You do your toast, you whack your beans on top. Yeah. By the time you're halfway through it, the middle of the toast is just that wet slop. I like that. Do you? Yeah. So he says it. what he does is he cooks the beans to within an inch of their life, right? Overcooks them. Oh, he doesn't, so he takes away the juice. Dries them out. And he's, he's he said, so they become like beans on a hotel buffet. You know, on a breakfast yeah. buffet when they've got a lamp on them. And they go powdery. And they're quite, they're all stuck together. Yeah. And I don't agree. Because no. for me, I think, depending on... If you're if your toast is getting that soggy, you're eating your beans on toast. I like too it when it gets soggy. You know when? Well, it's like when you dip bread in soup, it goes like that. I like that. Oh yeah, bread in soup's the best. <laughs> uh, right, I mean, it's just a quickie. Yeah, but I, I, don't I, dis- agree. I disagree. Yeah, this is a very quick one. Did you see the story about scientists counting ants? No. Hong Kong University scientists have worked out how many ants there are in the world. You got a pen there. Uh, what have they done? Like an average of per ants per. They asked them to fill in a census. I don't know, but they've worked it out somehow. It's it's one of these numbers that has foxed scientists for decades, right? Eons. Yeah. How many ants are there? I don't know the working. I, I I'm saying this. You're saying it's rubbish. I, how can they? How can they know? I mean, we could just go. No, we worked out. It's a bit more. Anyway. Hong Kong University boffins have worked out there are 20 quadrillion ants. Wow. So that's 20, then 15 zeros after. That's a lot of ants, that, isn't it? That's a lot. I mean, I reckon. 
Because I mean, this is what I mean. How can they tell? I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, it's a good number to put out there, but I bet there's two thousand in our garden. They're more, everywhere. more, yeah. And like, all you got to do is put a little bit of uh, jam on the floor, then you'll see a load more, won't you? And yeah. it's like, oh. Anyway, quadrillion. I would, I would have had no. I meant to say we should have done that as a quid quiz question. You know, scientists say there are twenty quadrillion ants in the world. How many zeros is that? Yeah. Can you can we do that for next week? No, because too many people will listen to this now. Nobody listens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is the story. This could be story of the week. Okay. I have been dying to tell you this and do it. Ooh. Since I saw the story. Right. Already this morning you stopped me from doing it. And it's not the thing I said to you when I got back from swimming. Don't mention that again. Um too much noise. No. Um right. You poo-pooed me milk idea. I thought you were going to say you poo-pooed. Right. You know when I taught you how to tip the thing upside down to get plop, yep. to, you don't get ploppy milk. Right. This is crazy. We have witnessed that our dishwasher, the dishes aren't coming out as clean as they perhaps once did. Right. We have. There's been a, Honey's been mourning about it because she tends to That's do the dishwasher. That's because nobody else puts in the rinse aid. Nobody else ever cleans the bottom of the dishwasher. I do. Okay, well, then it's your fault. No. You should try harder. Um, cleaned it this, I've cleaned the bottom of it all this week. Oh, we got three rogue screws, didn't we? Yeah, that... This is weird because you came to me and went... There's three screws in bottom at dishwasher well, and you, you, you handed them to that's me. That's when I cleaned it because I take out the filter and yeah. the thing and I give it all a rinse. And I do that probably once a week. So you handed me the screws and you went, I just figured you'd put something in there. I'm like, what am I putting in dishwasher with screws? And they were massive screws. Big so screws. Some, somewhere, something is missing. Something's going to fall to bits. Yeah. And I hope it's not the dishwasher. Imagine the top drawer dropping. Well, I've, I've been everything. looking at that because... It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. But anyway, it's bizarre. So here's the new thing yeah. that somebody's discovered. Yeah. Apparently, I mean, I've got, I want to get this right because I, I know you're going to argue with me here. We have had this where the glasses aren't coming out as nice as they yeah. once did. Stuff's not cleaning off the plates as well. So apparently we've been using the dishwasher wrong. We've all done that thing. You open the dishwasher and you find the tablet is still in the thing and it's not dissolved properly. Yeah. Your little slot's open. But the gunk's still inside. Yeah. Right? Half melted. That's because it's not supposed to go in there. The, apparently, this is the thing. That is for detergent in there. Right? So the powders and, you know, not the pods. Mm-hmm. So if you use, this is if you're using the pods. Yeah. If you're using them, what you're supposed to do is just chuck them in. Well, ours, see, this is the thing. Most dishwashers do this. So you put it in that pot thing and it opens up and then it puts the tablet into a little slot in the dishwasher open bit so it does it anyway does it for you so that's what it's supposed to do the people who are poo-pooing this idea say well if you just chuck it in when it does the pre-wash yeah it's just dissolving and then you're yeah. not actually getting clean so somebody else said they had a dishwasher mechanic come around somebody who fixes them on a daily basis they were saying theirs were doing the same thing and he says what you do you know ours does not we've got a shelf for uh knives and forks aren't yeah. we on top you know, you know the other one yeah, we yeah. had where you have them in a little which i think what most people have you have that little holder yeah he said put it in there yeah well i don't know if you've noticed on 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 our top drawer not the cutlery drawer the next one down yeah. there's a little pouch is that where it's supposed to fall in that's where it falls in yeah but i've seen that and it's still in there Sometimes it doesn't wash away as much, but that's oh like... Oh, my God, that's what that's for. I thought we were just an handle. No. 
There you go. I've learned something. And I have recently started using um, like the little pouch pods that you put in the washing machine instead of using the drawer. Right. Because I always feel like the drawer gets all... Gunky. Gunky. Yeah. And also, I feel like the washing comes out in a different smell that way. It seems to be coming out fresher by doing, using the pouches. It's very rich and Judy, this bit, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but if you've got any feedback on this, by the way, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. Let's move on. Eight signs your home is a middle-class cliche. Now, I've got to be honest, I've not heard her off at stuff on here. Okay. You know, you do things, don't you, to make yourself a bit more oity-toity. There's a couple of things on here I think we're close to. Okay. Number one, Aesop hand wash. Now, this is some sort of posh hand wash. It, apparently, it's one that estate agents will put in a house do you know, in a posh viewing. Do you know viewing. what I think is a posh hand wash? Is, the, is it Molten and Brown? Molten Brown, yeah. Um, whenever I see that, whenever I see somebody spent that much money on, on hand wash, I think, meh. When you see that, you go, oh, that's what they have in nice hotels, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's like, see, the poshes I get is uh, Bath and Body Works. I like the smell of them, so... Sorry. Um, hey, look, it's just a bit of soap for your fingers. Yeah. This is for people... Again, middle-class cliches, right? Um, apparently, estate agents, when they're doing a posh viewing on a posh house... Yeah. So perhaps out here or in London, they will take their own and they put it in the bathroom. So when they're showing people around, oh, oh it's got the soap and yeah, washing yeah, it. Yeah. Then when the punters bugger off, they take it back with them. Good, good. What some people do is they'll buy one bottle of Aesop hand wash. You can actually buy empty bottles. See, Aesop doesn't sound posh, but I know... Well, Aesop like the Fables. Right, yeah. You're thinking ASOS, the cheap clothes. Yes, I am. Right, Aesop like the Fables, A-E-S-O-P. Apparently, on um, eBay, you buy the the empty Aesop bottle for a couple of quid. Yeah. Then you put your own in. Yes. Refill it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like some restaurants do with ketchup. yeah. So that's sign number one, Aesop hand wash. We don't do that, right? you got your bell there if you think we do any. Number two is a fiddle leaf fig plant. Now, we've got a lot of plants, but I don't know what a fiddle leaf fig plant is. That's the plant du jour. Yeah, we've. I think we've got, we've had. Do you reckon? Yeah. I've never heard of it, so I'll, I'll retract that bell for me. I think, I think the big one we've got might be that, the one that's kind of got them weird shaped leaves. Number three, a vintage bar cart. Nah. No, not vintage. We did have a bar in the house. Yeah. Yeah, but that was more like an Only Fools and Horses bar. <laughs> that was an ironic I know, only but we were trying horses. to make, we were actually, at one point, we are trying to make it like all wooden and We tried and to rough. distress it and yeah. stuff. But this is one of them posh little bar carts, this. Yeah. And to be honest, you know, our bottles are on display and we'd need like a limousine size one of them. Yes. I don't drink, by the way, but Laura does. We need a limousine <laughs> size one of them. So that's a no. Number four, a white company ride-on toy car. Right, so let me give you the example of this. The Dubai Garden Centre, right? Yeah. If people who live here will know what I'm talking about. Remember when they started getting them posh bikes and then metal toy cars in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they look like an old-fashioned toy car with a little steering wheel on top. Yeah. That's the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that looks like an old racing car. I imagine places like Pottery Barn do similar. Right. But, yeah, no, we've not had... Number five. Yeah. A Fortnum and Mason hamper. Now, I have seen people with these. So it's the hamper basket, right? Yeah. Because I thought, oh, we've got a hamper basket, haven't we? Ours is like one in big fishing basket. We've got it wicker. Yeah. 
But we keep all our blankets in it, our throws and stuff like that. Yeah. This is the one that's like a picnic hamper size. Yeah. But it's got the F and M. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. Sprayed I, on it. I'm not bothered about brands. Yeah. Number six, a designer toaster. Now ours is very close. We've got a decent toaster. We've not got the one I want. But you know, but you know what? You know these um fridges, what they're called, the like funky fridges, the Smeg. Smeg, yeah. Well that's mentioned in this article, well, the, the Smeg, Smeg toaster. The Smeg toasters and the Smeg fridge. I love them, but they're not big enough. They're not big enough fridges. They're not big enough toasters. They, they, they look cool, but... The toaster that everyone goes for is the, the Jewelit, which it looks yeah. like the hotel toaster, you know, the big and then it's the steel. Ours looks like that, yeah, but it's yeah. a knockoff. It does the job. Not a cheap toaster, by no, the way. No, no, no. Because I believe in a good toaster. I think, I think you've got to have a four toaster. You've got to have a four toaster. Yeah. Um, number seven, no dish drainer. We don't have a dish drainer. No. So apparently this is, again, from estate agents, you'll never see a house oh, with a dish drainer I on it. I hate anything on the... I don't know if you've noticed. I, on I, the side. On, on the draining board. I, and I, I, you see, I wipe it down quite a few times during the day. It seems to... It's one of those things that seems to get mucky really quickly. Um. Finally, on the eighth sign that you are a middle-class cliche, rainbow bookshelves. Um, no. So what people do here... I heard Gwyneth Paltrow did this. You have somebody, it's a proper job, this. They come in yeah, and they recover all your books, right? <sighs> so still all your books, but you know the dust jackets, the sleeves? Yeah. They put them on in, and then when you look at your bookcase, it looks like a colour wheel almost. You know, it's just, yeah, it just yeah. goes from, from colour to colour. It sounds cool, but I quite like the look of books. I like books to look like old bookshops. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Bit of everything, big sizes, little sizes. I don't like them when they're in size order. Yeah. That doesn't do it for me. I like a section, like a travel section. Even at home, biographies, travel section, fiction, Laura's weird husband murder books. You know. Yeah. I like the sections like that. But apparently, you pay a fortune to have them to come round and do this. I can imagine. What, you know what they'll do? When you move into an house, if you're like Gwyneth Paltrow, I keep mentioning her, but I heard she did it. If you move in and you've got one of them bookcases or a room, yeah, they'll go out and buy books of the colour you need. So they'll buy a room. They'll have them in stock already. All they'll go to bookshops and find all the ones that are the right colours. <laughs> That's mental, isn't it? The, the books, yeah. the books you'll never get off the shelf. Yeah, you're just doing it to look pretty. So I think as far. Yeah, we're, we're far closer to being uh, working class cliches than. Uh, <laughs> all right. I think you're going to appreciate this one because you've been a pregnant woman. Three times you've been a pregnant woman. Have uh, I? That mm-hmm. I know of. <laughs> this is brilliant. And I wish it's a podcast, so I can't do the pictures, but I wish I could show you the pictures. Scientists, I love a scientist story. They've tested the reaction of fetuses when the mums eat certain foods. Oh, wow. So, you know, them 3D pictures where the face looks like it's made out of plasticine yeah, by yeah. a really. Remember when in the Hello video when the blind woman sculpted Lionel Richie? Remember what it looked like? Yeah, yeah. That's what them 3D pictures of babies They're look like. They're so good now, though. Some of the... Yeah. Anyway, the pictures of this are incredible because they gave the mum carrots. Mm-hmm. All the while, they're scanning the baby, right? They've got it on the 3D thing. They gave the baby's carrots. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the mum's carrots. The babies smiled. They actually smiled in the womb. 
right? every, every time, like or like well, most more of the often time. than not. Yeah. I mean, it was a test. You know what I mean? Then they gave the mums kale. Kale is like the it's yeah. been trendy for a few years, and it you know everyone talks about kale and whatever. It's quite bitter, isn't it? I don't know if I've ever had it. <laughs> it all green stuff looks the same to me. But anyway, um, they gave the mum's kale. It is the funniest picture. I'll show it you when we when oh, we wow. stop recording. The baby literally turns its nose up at it. You know, like it smelled a bad fart. It literally goes like that. <laughs> like Kenneth Williams or something. How funny. Isn't that amazing? What about, did it not give the mums any spicy food? They only did. They said all the green vegetables yeah they don't like even though they're good for them the babies don't well, like because quite often they're the i think the name for them isn't there the ones that make you fart basically like the broccolis the brussels is sprouts. it diuretics that's not is is it diuretic i don't know what it is but there you go that's that's crazy isn't it so you're not you know well you are supposed to eat it but your baby doesn't like it's already kale. yeah that's going to be bad news for the uh Lululemon Mummy Mafia that we were talking about at the start of the podcast. Just to finish on, top 10 baby names for 2022 have been revealed. Okay. Boys and girls top 10s. Do you want to have a guess? Let's see how many you can I get. I feel like I'm out of this now. Um, <laughs> well, because you're not having any no, more no, babies. No, I mean, like, for years it was Chloe and Jack. Um, right. Right, boys. Boys now, nowadays. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, something beginning with C, like Callum or... No. Uh, no C's in there at all. No? They're always popular. Good for your traditionals. Oh, really? Has it gone back to that? I don't know. Um, George. Number two. Albert. Not in there. Alfie. Not in there. Louis. Not in there. Um, uh, Couple more guesses on boys' names. And Jack's not in there? Jack's at number 10. Still there. Jack's still in there. Um, uh, Liam. No. Give one more guess on the boys. I thought you'd have done way better than this. Uh, um, uh, gosh, I can't think. Um, Jacob. Not in there. Number 10, Jack. Number 9, Archie. Oh, did I not say Archie? I, no, I thought didn't. I'd gone through all the Albert, you, you were, well, Albert, Alfie and Archie, yeah. Number eight, Harry. Oh, yeah. Number seven, Oscar. Right. Number six, the sixth most popular boy's name at the moment, Leo. Oh, really? Mad, I've never seen that in the top ten. No. Uh, number five, Mohammed, of course. Very popular name. Yeah. Super bad. <laughs> Remember <laughs> that. Uh, number four, Noah. I like Noah. It's quite. It's come See, back. Noah it? used to be popular, yeah, and it's come well, it's back. back. Number three. I'm very surprised you didn't say this because we were on the verge of this. Arthur. I said Arthur. You didn't say Arthur. I did. You I didn't. said. I promise you didn't because I was waiting for you to say it. You didn't. You went through Albert. You said Archie. You didn't say Archie. You did a few, but you didn't say Arthur. I promise. Oh. Uh, number two, George, the most popular boy's name of 2022. I am amazed by this. Go on, Oliver. Again, one. Oliver used to be in there back when it was like the Chloe and Jack. Yeah. So I'm surprised that's back at number one. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, if I, I'd still go with Albie now. Let's do the girls. Mm -hmm. One of my favourite sayings of all time. <laughs> go on then, give me, I'll give you uh, 30 seconds to give me some girls' names. Millie. Nope. Mia. 
Yes, that's uh, number five. I reckon Chloe might still be in there. Chloe's not in there. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Charlotte. No, um, that's not. In, that's normally it. That's a yeah. standard, isn't it? No. Um, they're like the. It's the, a lot of classics. The, 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 the poppies, the rubies, the no, rosies. No, no. Oh, no. rosies number nine. Um. Is there another M? I've said Mia and Millie. No M's. No. Um, um, Lola. I'm hoping people are playing along with this. Lola. No. Nope. Um, Lottie. No. Mm, no, then I'm getting a bit. Number 10, Sophia. Okay. Like, it's just give me a like, don't like. Sophia. I can't because I know people with these Doesn't matter. Names. Doesn't matter. It's a podcast and they won't be listening. Sophia, like, don't like. It's Okay. Nine, Rosie, you've said. Eight, Isabella. Izzy. Very popular. Yeah, I know. Uh, Yeah, it's not, that's not a name for me, but yeah, I know a few. Uh, Seven, Lily. Yeah, I can see why it's popular. Don't mind it. Ivy, six. Yeah, yeah. Ivy comes and goes, doesn't it? It's a Nanan name. Yeah, but I love all these traditional names. I do. Number five, Mia, which you said. No, there's too many Mias. Yeah, number four. Ava or Ava. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of Avas and and Evas as well. Number three, Isla. Yeah, it's all right. I'm not a fan, really. Number two, Amelia. Uh, Well, I said Millie, and that's a a thingy from Amelia. Is it a derivative, is it? Yeah. I would have never got that. Amelia, Millie. Uh, No, I wouldn't have it. Number one, quite remarkably, when you think about the boy's name, Olivia. So the most popular names at the moment of 2022 are Oliver and Olivia. I don't know. I'm not a fan of Olivia. You're not a fan? No. There you are. So I, yeah, what would I, I quite, I'm not going to say what I like. Names? Yeah, well. You can. Well, no, like. We my, were going we to call Betsy Pearl. Um, Albie. Albie. Well, Albert, Albert, because it, because we were thinking if she was a boy, because the derivatives are Al, Bertie. I love Bertie. Bertie. Bert. I also Albie. I also like Bing, which I know isn't what you do. Don't mind it, but yeah, quite and like Bing. We were talking about this at a quiz, weren't we? Because uh, she came up in a question before I knew that Saoirse Ronan's name was pronounced Saoirse. I just read it as saucy. I thought it was saucy because no, it's written because it's it's written sore, isn't it? S O A R. S-I-E. So I'm like, Saucy. That is a great name. I wanted Marcy. Now, you don't get many Marcy's. I don't and like it's, Marcy. But... Oh, come on. It's nice. And it's cute. And it's Betsy's, Betsy would, because Betsy's a bit like <gasps> Marcy. It would suit, right? Yep. What hurt just sorry, then? Sorry, sorry. My hip. You've been sat with your leg up, haven't ah, you? Ah, yes. My hip's really bad. Ouch. Um, but it's one of them things, isn't it? It comes and goes. Something else that was in this article. Do you remember the story a couple of years ago that Gary was becoming extinct? Yeah. Like uncle names. There, there are a few of them, aren't there? Like Ke- Gary. Kevin. Gary's coming back. Is he? Apparently almost extinct. Now this year, there's been a few Garys. Not a fan. Not a fan. Really? Yeah, not a fan of Gary. But I yeah, harsh, I like the real traditional names. And, and I have to say, you know, like people seem to go off their... Their chosen baby names, and by the time they get to the next, Isn't it baby, weird. But I haven't. I, I I really like Leo, Honey, and Betsy Pearl. I remember being in my early twenties, and a girl I knew had a baby. She was the, actually she was the girlfriend of a stand-up comedian that I know, 
and uh, they were they were trendy, you know. Mm-hmm. No, not even trendy. They would have been shopping at Waitrose if they were now, but they were kind of proper uber hipsters, you know, all vegetarians. Yeah, I know yeah. you've been a vegetarian, but you know, all that sort of plants everywhere in the house. No television. They had no television in the house. Yeah, they had a baby. Now this now sounds like nothing. I'm talking about mid nineties. Yeah, they had a baby, Stanley. <laughs> and at the time, I was like, "Oh my god, that is the coolest yeah. name, little ever Stan." Heard. Yeah, Stanley's a great name for a little. Yeah, I don't mind Stanley. Um, I'm not a fan of the like storm and those kind of like yeah. weathery type ones. It's um, hard now, isn't it? Because it's it's like. I'm sure that, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's people listening and going, well, you've called your kids Betsy, Betsy Pal. Like, I've had people say to me, but oh, we that's had so typical, so typical of Laura calling her child Betsy Pal. I've literally had people say that, yeah. which... Pearl's your grandma's name, that's why we called her Pearl, and Betsy's like, well, it's a derivative from Elizabeth, isn't it? We didn't call her Elizabeth, but we liked that thing about the Queen and all the different... We were trying to think of names where you can have as many derivatives. And my, and my granddad's sister was called Bets. Because well. you're Laura... I hate my name. There's not many places you can go with that. There's so many Lauras out there, by the way. Yeah. My age group, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, although mine is spelt. Spelt different. L-O-R-R-A. Yeah. I've never met somebody else with the name Laura no. spelt that way. It no. causes the amount of times I get called Lorna. I'm Simon and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> no, But um, in my school, there was tons of Simons and tons of Jasons. No, yeah. there, was, there was a, I think Simon Templer was a sexy spy back then, the saint. And there was a Jason, was it Jason King? But apparently these were the people who got fancied on telly. I was named after Paul Simon, but, um, but there you are. That's it, baby names. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real personal one, that, isn't it? It's hard. Uh, that's the end of the week review for this, uh, this week. It's been a week, hasn't it? We've been busy again. Yes. Great quiz the other night, by the way. I want to say a big thank you to everyone who came to the quiz. If you've not come to our quiz on a Thursday night, we had such a super night. We went down there all disheartened because we thought it might be quiet. Then we got there. The pub was full. It was like walking into Cheers. Yeah, the the, um, the mums are starting to come back out, you know, after, you know what it's like at the beginning of the term. I love the mums. I know you do. No, but you know why I love the mums? Because they they, they look like they're on the lash. Well, they go out for a night, don't they? And they're like, yeah. we've got no kids. They've we've got, got no husbands. They're glammed up. Yeah. And I'm thinking, why have you got glammed up to come to our grotty little pub? Because it's a nice bar. Oh, no. This, right? The beautiful Bar's bar. Beautiful. Great food, by the way. I turned up in head to toe Greg's. Oh, and didn't the ladies love you? It's the most bizarre thing, right? I wear quite... We both wear clothes that are quite out there, right? We like at certain things weird. But while we're... You made me go in Primark in Bristol. I think we might have mentioned this at the time. And I was bored, so I went to the men's section, and they'd got a Greg's section. <laughs> My only regret now is I didn't buy more because I bought a full Greg's... I mean, I bought five pairs of Greg's socks with sausage rolls on and stuff like that. They're brilliant. Great talking point. But I bought the Greg's shorts, which are just like uh, gym shorts, mm-hmm. you know, what do you call them, joggers, and the Greg's T-shirt, which is just covered in Greg's. It's a diagonal. Anyway... You went to the quiz in white jogger bottoms and a black vest. Quite casual for you. They yep. look good. You look good. I'm not saying you look bad. And I thought, oh, I'll put them white Greg shorts on because then we'll have like matchy bottoms. <laughs> and then I went upstairs and I thought, bugger it. I'm going full Greg's. 
And I came downstairs, and you were at the bottom of the stairs, and you looked up, and the look of disappointment on your face. Because I'm not a face. Greg's fan. Like, I don't get this fascination with Greg's full stop. But it's just a bit of fun. I get it, I get it. But then you you, you know you've put that on because you want people... I right, I'm in a pub on a microphone. I don't need any more uh, attention. You, we weren't even in the pub, and then a lady, a young lady... That? You get out of the car, you, a young lady straight up to you. <gasps> Can I take your photo? And at first I'm thinking, oh, she's recognised you. Like, she just wants your photo. Well, I thought that. No, she wants your photo because you've got a Greg's t-shirt on. So, yeah, blonde approaches me in car park. Can I, can I take your photo? And so she did. I have never, ever had so many people talk about my clothes. <laughs> and I have had them Greg's clothes now for a few months and they just sit there and I think I wasted me. I mean... Cost me about 14 quid for full outfit, but I have. They've been in cupboard, I'm not wearing them. I, it's too stupid. It's the best thing. Yeah. It's the best thing. Wow. So there you are. We've got, it, we've got, by the way, um, I think we've mentioned it last week, but yeah, a breast cancer special coming up on the 20th of October, a Halloween special the week after on the 27th. And also, we're doing a kids' Halloween one. On the 30th at yeah. Home by McGettigan. Now, you're going to need to book early for them because like our Christmas ones and like half Christmas, they always sell out. They're always a laugh. It's going to be so much fun for the kids, though, that one. We do all the traditional stuff. And uh, we, we are good at putting on parties. I'd say that about us. Even here, we're good yeah. at putting on a party like that. So when we do it and we're getting paid for it and somebody else is buying the, <laughs> the goods. Right, that'll do for today. Um, again, the email, if you want to get in touch, husbandandwifepod at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on our socials at Catboy92, at Laura Not Laura. Just really, really quickly, the Triangle Ladies <gasps> Anatomy. Sex education thing yep. that I got taught by Mrs. Tanner in the second or third year. I googled it. There is, is It is called the Triangle of whatever female organs. I mean... I'd say calling it a triangle was a bit of a... Well, the picture you showed me, someone had drawn a triangle over the top. It was like a proper school it's, book It's picture. more of like a, almost like a diamondy shape than yeah. a triangle. But I, but we asked other people in the room that night. You know when you overfill a pitta? Yeah. And you look at it from top view? I mean, most most ladies are out of shape. They're not triangles anymore. Like, yeah. I don't see, literally, I only see one these days. But yeah. Not many people have heard that phrase, but yeah. So, But anyway, so it's a true thing. It, yeah. Good. Good. What a great way to end the podcast. Husbandandwifepod at gmail.com. Tell your friends about us. If you've not reviewed us on Apple Podcasts, please do, but say something nice and give us a five stars. It, it doesn't mean anything. We make absolutely no money from this. It's, it's an ego stroke. I, want, I fancy an ego stroke. I bet you do. See you later, everybody. Bye. The end. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.